You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. As churches, we should be healthy and a sign of an unhealthy church is an immature church. Now watch this. Not just talking about the ecclesia. We are the church. The ones called out from the world to go back into the world to infect the world for God. You got the local church. That's the assembly. The universal church. And I showed you this throughout the teachings dealing with the church. That's believers everywhere. Then you have the individual church. The believer. In all three aspects. When there's lack of growth... It's a sign of immaturity. The ultimate goal, and let me show you this. Matter of fact, let's go to Matthew 5, 48. The ultimate goal for the believer is to look like, act like, love like Jesus. Will you look at me for a second? You are servants. We are servants of Jesus. And we should serve. Jesus said this, I didn't come to be served, but to serve. And give my life as a ransom for many. We should live in such a way. Watch this. And I'm going to show you this in Peter. That the maturity draws people into the kingdom. Not pull them away. If Watch this. If we're not attracting people, that's a good sign that we're immature. Because James tells us that when we mature, it draws people. Just listen to me for a second. Just like, you know, people who engage in certain things now in um the church of Galatia, Paul was giving them some characteristics of people who in the flesh like partying and drunkards and, you know, jealousies and division, all these type of things. Not that they weren't saved, but it's a sign of immaturity. And it doesn't draw. Prime example, if I'm still clubbing, that's not going to draw nobody into the kingdom. That's just an example. Let me get back on this because I, I feel like I hit something. Do as you please. We're just talking about, the, we're just talking about maturing. Okay? Because, again... The ultimate goal is to look like, act like, serve, lo love like Jesus. And you can never serve anybody apart from loving like Jesus. And here's what Christians miss. Here's why a lot of Christians, one of the reasons why they kind of suffer in other areas, be it finances or other areas, because they fail to serve. And the thing about serving is that whenever you serve, you are dying to yourself. You are unselfishly loving somebody else. Now watch this. When you serve, you are giving. Listen, when you're serving, you are giving. And as long as you are giving, you'll be getting. And what we don't understand is serving. Watch this. Because the immature person, the, call the callow person, thinks about himself, herself. The person who's always talking about what they don't have, who ain't doing this, who ain't doing that, that's a sign of immaturity. And if you've been saved any length of time, we should see some growth. Oh, oh boy, this is. And if you keep tripping over the same stuff, that's a sign that you are not maturing. Listen, we're supposed to be drawing people. Listen to what Jesus says. You hear? He's talking about loving our enemies or those who oppose us. Now, he's preaching. This is his Sermon on the Mount, the greatest sermon ever preached. Now, in this part of his message, he's talking about loving those who are unlovable. 
And your enemies aren't always heathens, or it could be believers. It could be family members. The enemy is just someone who opposes you. That, that's all. And, and, and you know, and, and throughout this particular part of the message, you know, he talks about what, what is it if you love somebody who's lovable? You, you, you're not doing anything. What is that? That's nothing. <laughs> be like your father and love those who oppose him. He reigns on the just as well as the unjust. What does that mean? That means God even extends mercy to those who are against him. And I can't extend mercy to those who oppose me if I don't know how to love like Jesus loved. Watch this. If there's a place that we should never see fighting going on, if there's a place where jealousy should never exist, if there's ever a place where division should never take place, if there's ever a place where, where offense should never reside is in the body of Christ. Y'all missed that. The body, the individual, because it can't, it, it can't manifest man of God in the local body except it exists in the individual church. So if we get the individual church healthier, then the body will become healthier and the earth will begin to want to draw themselves or people who are in the earth to the living God. Boy, this is, can I take 35 minutes today? 35, do you mind? Do, do you mind? Okay. Y'all okay? Still tired? Okay. Yeah. Anybody need water? Raise your hand. We'll get you some water. We'll, we'll get some water. Who needs water? Raise your hand. Let's read this. Now, earlier I mentioned, uh, I talked about jealousy and strength, and the Apostle Paul was talking to those, that, I'm backing up a little bit, in 1 Corinthians. These were people who could not divorce their culture. And he said, man, I can't even talk to y'all as spiritual, being mature. Y'all, you guys are acting like babies, jealous of one another, at odds with one another. This people, this, these are things that heathens do. <laughs> Christians, not they, that they weren't saved, they were immature. And here Jesus tells us to be perfect as he is perfect, not as defined in the English, being flawless, without flaw. No, the Greek has a whole different terminology. Let's read this verse. Are you ready? You ready? Guys, come on. <laughs> Are you ready? Amen. Amen. You, therefore, will be perfect, growing into spiritual maturity, both in mind and character, actively integrating godly values into your daily life as your heavenly father is perfect. Well, the original uh, translation renders it, be perfect, therefore, as your father in heaven is perfect. But here, what Jesus shows us that when we begin to mature or grow spiritually, watch this, there are certain things that we should incorporate into our daily lives. As we mature, there are certain things that we should be incorporating into our lives. Certain things, as a matter of fact, as you mature, those childish things should fall away. What did Apostle Paul say when I was a child? I spake like a child. I thought like a child. I acted like a child. But when I became a man or mature, I put away childish things. So if I'm still dealing with childish things, perhaps you are failing to mature as a believer. And watch this. It's ongoing. This is not something where you will ever perfect in sense of you will cease to have to do it. We will forever 
be maturing. Now watch this. The more I mature, the more I resemble Jesus. That's why some resemble Jesus more than others. Why? Because of their maturity level. We can never love others as Jesus loves apart from spiritual maturity. So you would never love another man, another woman as Jesus loves them apart from spiritual maturity. Notice there's nothing to be praised about loving people who are lovable. And most Christians find it easy to love people who are lovable. But it's the people who are not so lovable that some Christians have a problem with. Why? Because they are spiritually immature. It's about nine of y'all looking at me now. I ain't come here for that. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. That's why you're here. You wanted this. You wanted this. But the word perfect here, write this down. It's the Greek word teleos, which simply means complete. Growing in mental and moral character. It means to be mature. Listen, growing in mental, mind or sizes, and moral character. Ah, that's why some of us, we don't do the stuff we used to do. Why? Man, because I done grew out of that. B-Y-O-B, I'm going to bring my Y-O-B though, but it's going to be at the church. And see, as you mature, men, you don't give your bodies away as you did when you were immature. Ladies and gentlemen. Why? Because I'm, see, I did that when I was a baby. When I first got saved, when I didn't know much, but when I started going to Bible study and hearing Pastor T and Pastor Rex and the other ministers, I stopped. Why? Because I grew out of being like that. Boy, this is going to be a good series. Oh, I can sense it all the way down in my toes. <laughs> Teleos, complete. It, it, it is talking about being complete as a result, watch this, of going through a process. It's to be fully grown, full of age, developed into a consummating completion by fulfilling the necessary process. Let me say that part again. Developed into a consummating, excuse me, consummating, okay, completion by the fulfilling, by fulfilling the necessary process. Developed into a consummating completion by the, fulfill, by the fulfilling, excuse me, of the necessary process. And Peter's going to show us what that process is. So, in other words, there are things that we must incorporate into our spiritual lives in order to become spiritually mature. Are perfect. And if we don't do those things, as we're going to see in a moment, James says you are short-sighted, blind, hmm, and your vision is distorted. So the opposite of maturity would be what? Immaturity or callow, lacking complete growth. So someone who's immature is just someone who's, they're lacking complete growth. And just as we expect different behavior from a, from a baby, to a child, to a teenager, to an adult, God expects different behavior from those who belong to him. So as we mature, he expects us to look like him. That's why Jesus said, when you see me, you see the Father. And people should be saying the same thing. When I see sister so-and-so, I see the Father. When I see brother so-and-so, I see the Father. And because I don't want nobody to 
and you shouldn't be condemned. But understand this, no one is born fully grown. So, so don't look at me like that. It's a process. Somebody whining now, I fell last night, but I just fell so bad. Nobody's fully grown, born fully grown. <laughs> nobody comes out at 30 years old of age, although some look 30 when they're born, but nobody's born 30 years of age. I've seen some babies. How old is that baby? Passing this baby two days old. Good. You must have been stressed. <laughs> Don't be stressed. Listen. Second Peter. Let's talk about <laughs> who that little man in there. <laughs> Listen. Second Peter. Second Peter. Second Peter. Let me give you a little context before we begin. The ultimate goal, the ultimate goal to look like, act like, and what? Love like Jesus. That's serving. That's all. As a matter of fact, a spiritual infant, an immature Christian, looks and acts like a human infant. A spiritual, immature Christian acts like a little baby. What do babies do? They're self-centered, want all the attention on them. They cry a lot. Impatient. I want the milk and I want it now. I want my diaper changed and I want it changed now. Why? 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 And I've noticed this. I've grown to learn this that when you pay them no attention, they figure he ain't fooling with me. Let me get myself together. But as long as I come when you whine, whine, you're going to whine every time. So I'm no longer pacifying babies. Well, actually, I stopped about eight years ago, but I'm just letting you know, okay, what about he don't come every time you cry? They're helpless. They're no noisy. A lot of talking. And they're messy. What baby you know? Every, I got three babies. Well, we're not babies now. But, but babies, what baby you know clean up after themselves? They're messy. Very noisy. Same thing like immature Christians. Very noisy. Messy? Look, messy? We shouldn't be messy. Look at someone say, we shouldn't be messy. Boy, this is going to be a great series. Second Peter, are we there? Three. Second Peter 1, verse 3 through 10. But let me give you a little context. Here's Second Peter. It's a letter of warning. Now, here is someone who had proven himself as an apostle of Jesus Peter was very courageous, courageous, excuse me, faithful and an experienced believer, one who devoted. And I'm going to show you why here in a minute. As a matter of fact, when he penned this particular letter, this was his last form of communication as a great warrior of Jesus. Soon after this, after he uh, wrote Second Peter, he would be martyred. OK, now the thing that I admire about Peter is that as an apostle of Jesus, he felt unworthy to be crucified the same way Jesus was. So he said, when you crucify me, decapitate me upside down. The boy, because he felt unworthy to be crucified as Jesus. Hang me upside down. Cut my head off upside down. The devotion. Imagine that. Would you have the same attitude as a servant of Jesus. And he starts this letter off, greetings, a bond servant of Jesus. He understood serving. 
And where we miss it as Christians, we don't understand serving. And babies don't understand serving. Why? Because we, they want all the attention on them. Feed me. Hold me. Rock me. Read me a story. So in this first letter he had previously written, it was written to confront, excuse me, it was written to comfort believers because there was a great deal of persecution going on. So here, three years later, um, it contains his last words. And he listen why he's writing in this particular epistle. He's writing to warn believers, listen to this, of internal attack, complacency, and heresy. So he's writing to warn believers, watch out for immature babies on the inside. Watch out for false teachers, people teaching uh, untruths relative to the word of God. Are you here? And watch out again for heresy. But I want to focus on watch out for those on the inside. Begin, uh, 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 again, because as we mature, we should draw. And if we're not drawing, that's a good sign that perhaps I'm immature. And an immature person keeps almost all the attention on them. How come you didn't do that for me? What about me? When is it my turn? What are they going to see? That's a sign that I lack spiritual growth. One of the reasons why he wanted them to stay clear of false teachers is because they taught that self-control was not needed because it implied works. And of course, we're not justified by works we're just about justified by faith and although it is true that works cannot save us salvation does not and we know that salvation does not depend on good works but it is the result of good works or it results in good works did you hear what i said salvation does not depend on works but it results in good works in other words since i am a believer there's going to be fruit of my salvation in Jesus. Not that I'm work, I don't work to be saved, but since I'm saved, you see the fruits of my salvation. So, the, again, proof that I belong to Jesus is that I mimic the, or that I resemble him. But the false teacher said, you don't need self control because if you discipline yourself, that means you're doing works. No. And a lot of Christians even today adopt that. That's why they still live as carnal because they don't have any self-control. Because, again, if you've been saved, just say five years, you should be more mature now than you were five years ago. Then some have been saved 15, 20. Oh, you ought to really look like Jesus. But you know it's a tragedy. You have people who've been saved 10, 15, 20 years and still in an infant stage relative to their spirituality. God is better than that, and he desires more for you. Are you here? Peter was saying this, a person who claims to be saved while remaining unchanged does not understand faith or what God has done for him or her. Did you hear that? A person who claims to be saved while remaining unchanged does not understand faith or what God has done for him or her. So, in other words, if there is no change in taking place, you are oblivious to the fact of what Jesus did for you. So, what are you saying, preacher? There should be some maturing. Again, don't feel condemned because nobody is born fully grown. But the idea is to every day, 
I'm working on it. So next Sunday, a lot of us are going to be a whole lot more mature next week than we are today. Why? Because I'm working on myself, Pastor. That's why you all, you hear me say it often. My philosophy is be better today than I was yesterday. Are you here? So he lets us know that if you're not working, and, and we're about to read this, to develop the qualities that we're about to go over, maybe you don't belong to Jesus. That's what he's saying. The qualities that we're about to see here in our text. He's saying that if you fail to do this, perhaps you're not even a believer. In essence, what he is saying is that if you're a believer, then we should see these qualities in you. And there went 30 minutes, but I will give you five more. I'm going to give you five more. Maybe 10 since you shouted 10. I, I, I'm going to offset the shouting minutes and take that extra time. And for my calculation, y'all shouted about nine minutes and 33 seconds. <laughs> then there was one in the corner just still doing it silently. And they finally just sat down. <laughs> Bless you, sir. Bless you. <laughs> See, one thing about your pastor, he's very discerning. I know what's God and what's not. And sometimes God left the building a long time ago, and people not discerning, they let stuff just go on. I know when, I know when it's okay, time. Let's just stop. Go ahead. <laughs> I know when the spirit is, is stop moving, as they say. <laughs> Some of y'all still moving in the spirit, sitting down like, no, y'all ain't going to wear me out. <laughs> Holy Spirit, like, you ain't about to wear me out. <laughs> let, me, let me say this. Jesus wants you to live a dynamic life. Y'all clap like y'all don't believe that. Jesus wants you, Sister Givens, to live a dynamic life. And if it's not happening, it's not because he does not desire. There's just some things that I need to incorporate along with my faith in order to get there. Because his desire is for me to live. A dynamic life. Do you believe that? What scripture you got to support it? See, see how you <laughs> sit up here. Well, let's see. Now, now, now. Let's let me give you proof. Okay. Second Peter one, beginning at verse three. Are you here? Are you here? Come on, y'all. Come on, guys. Come on. Let's say it loud. All these folk in here. Come on. Are you are you here? Now, when I was immature, I said, you're immature saints. I would have said that 18 years ago, but you know, y'all immature saints, get with me. But I'm not going to say that now because I've grown. I don't say everything coming to my head anymore. That's called maturity. But 18 years ago, y'all immature saints, get with me. But I, I'm not, I wouldn't say it now. I wouldn't say it now. <laughs> Verse 3, listen to this. Look what Jesus has done. For his divine power has bestowed on us absolutely everything necessary for a dy dynamic life. He has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness, the original translation. For, for his divine power has bestowed on us absolutely everything necessary for a dynamic, what, spiritual life 
and godliness through the truth and knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. Jesus wants you to live a dynamic spiritual life. Dying old might. Verse 4, for by these he has bestowed on, on us his precious and magnificent promises of inexpressible value. So that by them you may escape from the, listen, the immoral freedom that is in the world. See, the world has no moral standard. Anything goes. But that should not be the way of life for the believer. There should be some discipline in our lives. Because we, see, listen, when we live mature, it draws. And when we're immature, it turns away. Okay? So that by them you may escape from the immoral freedom that is in the world because of disreputable desire and become sharers of the divine nature. Verse 5, for this very reason, applying, do you see this? Here we go. Your diligence to divine promises. Make every effort in exercising your faith to develop. Here, here, here it goes. There's a process. Moral excellence and moral excellence knowledge or insight understanding. And in your knowledge, what? Self-control. Now, when you look at the fruit of the Spirit, not fruits, fruit of the Spirit, in Galatians, a lot of these are similar. And I want to say that because uh, uh, notice self-control is one of the uh, characteristics of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So what are you saying, Pastor? We're going to need God's help in doing this and succeeding in this. That's why we need the power of the Holy Spirit. So if you're saying, I can't control myself, no, you can't. The Holy Spirit can give you the power necessary to get yourself together. Are you here? Steadfastness, and in your steadfastness, what? Godliness, and in your godliness, brotherly affection. And when, we, when we're not seeing these things, it's a sign of immaturity. And in your brotherly affection, develop Christian love. There it go, love. That is, learn to, uh, oh, my God unselfishly seek the best for others and to do things for their benefit. When was the last time you sought the, to be the best or give your best to someone else? When was the last time I said, what can I do to help advance the kingdom? That's why it's called sacrifice. That's why every Saturday the team that goes up, man, with, with I, I, I can't, words cannot express uh, uh, my love for them because the, the dedication... When it should be, I'm, a, I'm going this week. I'm going that week. I'm, see, giving myself a, the immature person, everything. I got to get some sleep. I'm off on weekends. Not even knowing our purpose, we are here for a purpose. Watch this. Verse 8, for as these qualities are yours and are increasing, and are increasing, so when we do these things, there should be some increase. And as you grow toward your what? Spiritual maturity. So, Again, these things are a necessity in order for you to grow spiritually. Are you here? They will keep you from being useless. So those who are useless in the body, immature. Those who are unproductive, immature. They will keep you from being useless and unproductive in regard to the two knowledge and greater understanding of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 9, for whoever lacks these qualities... Whoever lacks these qualities. Do you hear this? Whoever lacks these qualities. I submit to you, some people don't want to grow. Some people like being babies. Some people like being immature. Some people enjoy getting all the attention on themselves. 
For whoever lacks these qualities is blind, short-sighted, closing, here it go, closing his spiritual eyes to the truth. That's willful. I don't, I, I like being wet and you giving me attention. Are you here? Having become oblivious to the fact that sin has, or, or having become oblivious, excuse me, to the fact that he was cleansed from his old sins. So when we allow certain things to perpetuate, we are oblivious that God delivered me from acting like this. He delivered me from continually doing this same old saying. I've been delivered from that. Verse 10, here it goes. Therefore, believers, be all the more diligent to make certain about his calling and choosing you. Be sure that your behavior reflects and confirms your relationship with God. I said that earlier. So we should live in such a way that my behavior reflects she belongs to Jesus. He's a believer. Having become, um, excuse me, for by doing these things, listen, actively developing these virtues, you will never stumble, God Almighty, in your spiritual growth and will live a life that lead others away from sin. Do you see that? So there we go again. When we do these things, it's going to lead people away from sin and to God. So again, when this is not happening, it's a sign that perhaps I'm still a baby. I want you to write these down. I want you to write these down. Write these down. And keep it online. I want you to just let me give you these. And, and anything beyond 30 minutes, because <laughs> y'all was shouting, okay? Because y'all, y'all was shouting. That's all right. And it is all right. But next week, shout doing praise and worship. Shout while worship. Y'all have lighten up, man. This bunch of be- See, the mere fact that you get mad at immature. Did you just shout it? Did all that for nothing. And make sure you speak. Everybody who shout, those who see, those who shout, let, let's, if they don't speak to y'all. I want you to do them like this. Wasn't you the one bumping into me earlier? <laughs> Didn't I see you running behind Pastor Tracy? <laughs> Pulling my shirt. Wasn't you the one running behind Pastor? <laughs> See, that's what I do. I be looking. I watch the shouters. I, them the, I study shouters. I can point out a. <laughs> I can tell you who you want to know. Ask me. Pastor, was he for real? No, he wasn't. He do that all the time. He do that all the time. He shout like that watching football. He he ain't he ain't he ain't. He do that waiting in line over there. Applebee's, wait, what, you know, when you wait, you have to, <laughs> come on, all right, let's, let's, let me give you this, let me give you this, I'm done, let me give you this, let me give you this, watch this, you hear, watch this, first understand this, faith must be more than just mere belief in God, faith must be more than mere belief in God, it must result in action, write this down, Faith must be more belief in God. It must result in action, growth in Christian character. Watch this. And the practice of moral discipline or it will die away. I'm going to say it again because I want you to write it down. No, I told you this time. Faith must be more than mere belief in God. Write this down. It must result in action, growth in Christian character, and the practice. This this, this is what Peter is saying. Of moral discipline, or it would die away. What do you mean it would die away? James says this, faith without works is dead. 
So we just can't say I'm saved. We must see the fruits of it. I, I believe in God. Yeah, we just can't stop it. I believe in God. We know you believe in God by the manifestations of your resemblance of God. We know you believe in God by your character. And it's only going to be developed. That's why he said, add these to your faith. Okay? Peter lists, someone say seven. Seven faiths of faith's action. That's what he did. These seven things. There are seven of faith actions. Notice, and these attributes are essential or imperative for your spiritual maturity. You go back and study these this week. And as the weeks go by, we'll, we'll pick them out one by one and go over them. Okay? We'll go over all seven. Watch this. I submit to you that... These seven men of God, why not three? Why not nine? Why not 12? What is seven? It's the number of completion, perfection, and rest. Y'all missed that. Completion, perfection in the sense of maturity, and rest. You know why a lot of people aren't at rest? Because they have not adopted these seven qualities. So they're never at rest. Why? Because they have failed to incorporate these qualities along with their faith so they're never at rest watch this never maturing and guess what these actions do not come automatically i want you to write this they're not automatic crystal self-control is not automatic. see that's what gets me the immature person prays that god would lord I, I, you can't pray on spiritual maturity it's a process there has to be an initiation Lord, pray that I stop. No, you have to exercise your discipline. He's not going to stand at the door. Don't go. I have to initiate these things. Lord, pray that I... I've given you everything that pertains to life. That's like having all the ingredients to make a cake laying on your countertop. Lord, I've given you everything. All you have to do is mix these things together as stated on the box in the word and the cake should look just like the picture the image that's on the box and when we incorporate these very necessary essentials into our life we look like the picture Jesus the living word so you have to so, so number one write this down these actions do not come automatically you have to do something. Watch this. They require work. Not in the sense of performance, but you doing something. First Peter 2. Y'all okay? Y'all want this? I'm done. See, I'm just giving you this little nugget. This is the nuggets. This is like after you uh, you go to a decent restaurant, you, you know, you get your salad, you, you get your little your appetizer, your, your main course, then dessert. This is just dessert, okay? Watch this. First Peter 2, 1 and 2. So... So these seven essentials, number one, they what? That's not number one. They don't come automatically. Guys, please, y'all look at me for a second. See, if you want to live a dynamic life, we got to do these things. Write it down. Life is better than what some may think it is. Life is great. And Jesus wants you to live a dynamic life. They, watch this. So put aside every trace of what? Malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, and envy, all slander, and hate. See, if you see these going on, these people are immature. Like newborn babies, you should what? Long for the pyramid of the word so that you may what? Be nurtured and grow 
in respect to what? So, so watch this. Notice I said they require work. You have to desire. to. You have to want to do this. Pastor can't make you do it. A pastor shouldn't have to encourage you to do your mind or size. Why? Because I understand that if I do this, I can live the best, my best. There's nothing wrong with encouraging, but I'm saying when you know the benefits of, of, of and, and the results as a, a result of taking the necessary action, you don't have to encourage me to go to the gym. You don't have to encourage me to eat healthy. You don't have to encourage me to walk in love because I know what happens as a result of doing these things. Not one club owner ever called me to ask me, was I coming to the club? The dope man don't call you, ask you if you want dope, but because you desire it, because you desire the club, because you desire to engage in whatever, you, you initiate. But in the church, I want you to call you. You're coming to church today. You're doing this. We shouldn't be. We, we beyond that. You've been saved too long for me to call. Are you coming today? And what gets me, when people go in my, hey, you don't call check on us? Pastor, how y'all doing? Do y'all need anything? How's the church? I've been in my, hey, what do y'all need? You ain't call me. You ain't check on me. I'm just saying, I've been doing this 18 years. I done seen it, heard it all. I was near death's door. You should have walked away. What you doing near death's door? Matter of fact, you don't want me to come to the hospital because when I come, I'm coming to make sure your, your, your spouse, do you first, do you have a will? Do they know all your PIN numbers? Do you have all your, it, I, I, I'm coming to ask you, are you safe for real? Let's just, just in case, let's redo it. Let's do a redo. So you don't want me to come because if I'm coming, I'm, 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 I'm coming to be sitting down. Let me tell you what, what the doctor said. So you don't want me to come to the hospital. Matter of fact, pa, da, li, listen, Tamara, listen. Tell Pastor, do not come to this hospital. He better not come see me. He better not. Don't send Minister Gerald. Don't send nobody. I see you Sunday. Y'all missing this, man. Why? But, but I, I, and I'm not trying to make light, but we got to grow up. We got to grow up. That's the sign of an immature Christian. Okay, the next one. The, notice he said, so you do all that. So the, Watch this. Spiritual, this goes with that one. Spiritual maturity only comes as a result. This is what this verse says. Spiritual maturity only comes through the result of desiring the word of God. So people who lack spiritual, uh, people who are spiritually immature, they lack the desire to be in God's word. Yeah. Okay, the next one. These 70 centers, they're not optional. They're not optional. I don't like that seven. I'm giving me another seven. No, these seven. No, they, no, uh, uh, they, they, they miss one. <laughs> and you can, <laughs> watch this. All of them, not just two, Crystal. Not, not six. See, and here's what the immature, well, I'm six out of seven. That ain't bad. See, <laughs> all of them must be a continual part of the Christian life. Notice the continual. We talk, the maturing believer, believer, meaning that you would never cease from being mature or seeking 
without being fully grown. Because the moment you stop, you're going to relapse and go back to that baby stage. And, and let me tell you what's not a good picture for you to grow up. Didn't go right back and like you six months old, three years old. That's, that's not a good image. Okay? We do not, I'm going to ask you about these, then we're done. We do not finish one and start on the next one, but we work on them all together. You get what I'm saying? Well, I'm working on, I'm working on knowledge right now. You need to incorporate all of them together. What do you mean you're working on knowledge? I'm working on living godly, pastor. They all must be, thank you. That's like, watch this, Chris. Like you got all the ingredients to the cake. You just put the flour and the egg in, put it in the oven. I'm going to add the butter later. I'm going to put the milk in when it. No, do it all together. The last one, God, and you got to remember, God empowers and enables us, but he also gives us the responsibility to learn and to mature. And we should not be surprised at or resentful of the process. Y'all hear that? God, God empowers and enables us, but he also gives us the responsibility to learn and to mature. That's our responsibility. He's, he's given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. He's given me everything. Watch this. And we shouldn't be surprised at or resentful of the process. This is part of the process. This is part of maturing. I don't like that stuff. No, don't resent it. You want to be fully grown? Embrace it. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.